I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, we're recording. We're recording, everybody. Hello, hello. What up, what up? Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this week we traveled to Austin and New Orleans. I know, the South. The South. I was wondering how this was going to go. I know. <laughs> we're nervous. in the South. We're in the South. We're in like two Southern cities that are also like fairly liberal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like transplant type of cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I'm not mad at it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, very different, very different dating scenes and people than New York. That's for sure. Yes. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's what I like about the show. Like, it's cool to see other cities like the pool that exists in other cities, like what the mm-hmm. people are like in those cities. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like for me watching Austin, Austin, as you said, it just feels like a lot of transplants. Mm-hmm, like no one's mm-hmm. from the city of Austin. The city's kind of like, I mean, it's very gentrified. I feel like at this stage yeah, and a lot yeah, of yeah, mm-hmm. growing development. So people coming in for different mm-hmm. industries, but pro- you're probably mm-hmm. not meeting too many like Austin natives, I would think. I would think it's like that for Austin and Dallas. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. compounds with uh, companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you get a lot of people moving there. I moved moving here for my job. There. A mm-hmm. lot of people. So Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina, same thing. Like, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's its own little flair, mm-hmm. I guess. That's similar to New York, actually. Ain't nobody from New York that lives in New York. <laughs> I mean, not that's not true. But <laughs> yeah. Most people, when you're going out dating, ain't no, I was not dating that many New Yorkers. New Yorkers. At least for me, I was dating yeah. a lot of transplants. I'm a transplant. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say it's like a perfect 50-50 mix in New York. Mm. There's like a good amount of people, depending on like your scene and where you go and yeah, who you true. hang out with. There's like a, or even where you went to college. Mm. Like I only know New Yorkers because of where I went to college. I went to college very close to mm-hmm. the Bronx. So okay. yeah. I know a lot more people from New York, mm. but you went to school closer to Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. you know a different set of people. But yeah. I think, right? You know, yeah. I feel like most of my friends yeah. are from, or most of my people that live in New York are from other cities. I've been places. here for a hot minute, but yeah. not from here natively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I feel like New Orleans is kind of the same. New Orleans is a mix. Mm-hmm. 50-50. You're going to meet people who are born yep. and raised in New Orleans. They ain't never leave. Yep. They ain't never going to leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. obviously a lot of transplants because it's one of the best cities on earth. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great episode. We're talking episodes yeah. three and four. Yep. Um, tell me, friends, what are your initial okay. thoughts? What so, are we going to talk about this episode? So Johnny Ingram. Johnny Ingram, if you are watching Bravo, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, and I love it. I love it when shows do this. When Who's they this? have a juxta uh, the producer of the show. Oh, oh, okay. One of the EPs. When you have a juxtaposition of storytelling, it is one of my favorite things when I watch, especially a docu-series. Emergency NYC did this, and so far I see that Swiping America did this. We see a juxtaposition between the storytelling of Keysun versus Chris. Uh-huh. And Keyson going through all this crazy stuff with her family that you would have never thought mm-hmm. that this person who's giggling 24-7 has gone through. <laughs> yeah. And then you see Chris going through this experiment f- drowning. Yeah, yeah. To the point where he can't even express himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And seeing those same those same two people go through the same experience and try to help each other through it, it is yeah. one of my favorite things when we do a pairing ju- juxtaposition of storytelling. Like parallel I stories. love it. Yeah. I love it. And then even showing the juxtaposition of like, hey, guys, we're going to Texas. And then seeing the liberation behind the city of Austin and Mm. all the uh, just going straight to the sex shop. (laughs) I would have never thought that in Texas. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, I do like that they opened up Texas with like one of the most like liberating, progressive, crazy liberal thing. We're in the sex (laughs) shop. This kooky white lady who's talking about fucking cock cages or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah yeah bluetooth things and all kinds of stuff mm. um and i think the exploration of these people how they're dating and what they are learning about themselves is the most interesting part of the show yeah. not yeah. who they're finding which is so yes. hard to do mm. in a dating show mm. mm-hmm. it is very difficult yeah we turn on people in love is blind in an instant because we do not know those people right, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah we're just rooting for the couple we're not rooting for the individual here we are really rooting for these yeah. individuals and i think also they're doing a good job at like just showing the best parts of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ashley mm-hmm. reagan and mm-hmm. chris mm-hmm. um so they're not villainizing them in any like love is blind the cameras yeah. and the producers turn on the people yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. so they they bring us along for the ride like oh shit now we hate her like <laughs> on swiping america we're just falling yeah. in love with them because that's what they're showing us and i think they're very mm-hmm. easy people to fall in mm-hmm. love with and I think so too. they're having a lot of fun with each other they're having mm-hmm. fun with the process i mean we see chris mm-hmm. gonna you know get into it this episode but um mm-hmm. um yeah i like that we yeah, they're just allowing us to like the people and fall in love with their yeah. stories. Yes. Less concerned yeah. about who they're dating and more about like what's what did uh, Chris learn this dating, learn. you know, this yeah. date or something. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I really, it's such a far cry from everything else that we've watched, and I'm yeah. really enjoying yeah. it. I really like it a lot. Same, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then some lessons learned, some things I'm excited to talk about today the challenge of dating and learning about yourself does this ever end (laughs) i feel like you date your spouse right oh yeah you you know what i mean so you just this just never ends right and we have two women another juxtaposition of storytelling johnny i see you keyson and reagan were very like were very self-assured women in their 30s got their career going reagan has like four careers going at one time Mm. and 
they're now peeling back the layers and while peeling back the layers and saying, oh my God, I'm learning this about myself. I take dating this seriously. I actually do this, I actually do that. They're jumping on a fucking trampoline drinking Prosecco, like little kids. Yeah. Like they've like completely reverted to baby. Oh God. And I think that is so healing to yeah. watch. I was watching, I was like, oh my God, I miss this. And then mm. I was just thinking about how we have to have that element in this story. Otherwise it just gets too serious. Yeah. It just gets too deep and too serious and too involved and yeah. too much and too yeah. triggering and too this and do that. Yeah. Seeing them have fun while they're learning stuff mm-hmm. like this is really nice to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do mm-hmm. want to get into like, does this dating almost also learning about yourself? Does it ever end single taken divorced, whatever. Mm -hmm. um and then also that we all have baggage every last one of us Mm -hmm. has baggage and nothing is too crazy i don't think yeah um and we're not alone in our stories like you would just never think that somebody as optimistic about her future as key son would have the history she had, especially with a father figure mm-hmm. as a heterosexual woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I'm excited to learn about today. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, doing? we all have mess. I was just talking to a friend of mine with this because he was very much like, um, you know, in that phase of like, no one's going to like me. Like, I'm not going to find out too much shit. Yeah, I got too much shit. Who's going to accept yeah. my shit and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Sounds mm-hmm. like everybody got mess. Mm-hmm. Everyone, yeah, person. every yeah. single person, the most privileged, mm-hmm. richest, happiest seeming mm-hmm. person on earth mm-hmm. has a background and a story to tell, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and something that they're insecure about that they're heartbreaking because they're afraid of how mm-hmm. people are going to judge them for it. Yeah. Everybody right. has it. Right. So right. I'm like, you're going to find somebody who's going to accept you for yours, and mm-hmm. guess what? They got mess too. So right, that you, you have, have to, to accept. That you have to accept. Exactly. It's gonna be a two-way street. It's not gonna just be one way. You coming in with your your craziness and nobody's gonna understand. Everybody got something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I appreciate you saying that because it's it's very true. And I think we forget. Like I think Reagan um yeah, she's just blinded by her. Oh my god, how am I gonna tell people about my daughter and like the yeah. everything? And it's like everybody has something. And I like that she went on that date with Don, who took it in stride and yeah. was like sounds like a tuesday in 2023 like we all have yeah. some yeah. story yeah. to tell yeah um so yeah that's hopefully comforting for people even seeing like mm-hmm. seeing through kisan as you said someone who's so bubbly optimistic you would never mm-hmm. you would never think that she has that kind of traumatic past with her father mm-hmm. and her parents mm-hmm. divorce um and everybody has a story to tell so mm-hmm. um okay one thing i really appreciate about this show is Again, just like how true to regular, regular dating it is, <laughs> mm-hmm. and showing the process mm-hmm. of how most dates are duds. Like, mm, yes, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yes, most the dates are you not it. That shit, yes, dating gets one hundred percent. Yes, yeah. Once you get yep. into that acceptance, that like nine times out of ten, this date's not going to be my husband. Mm-hmm. You could just show up there, put on yeah. your cute little your little outfit, and go yeah. for a drink. That's really okay. what it's. That's what it comes that's down to. Serenade you on a boat. And yeah, like, you know that was fun. That right? was fun. I go back to my homegirls and say, "Girl, that day was crazy." Let me tell you about this dude. Like, 
regardless, you're probably yeah. going to have a decent time. Unless the person right. really sucks. But right. you're yeah. out. You're meeting a stranger. You're having conversations. You're mm-hmm. learning about yourself. You're, mm-hmm. you know, having some interesting convo with somebody. But mm-hmm. most of the time, most dates are duds. And I like that the show... Yeah shows them going on all these like date zeros and all mm-hmm. even just going on the dates too and seeing how most of them just like aren't working out and that's mm-hmm. just kind of what dating is mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and yeah i think as you said once you get that into your head like i'm i'm entering into a process where i'm going to be kissing multiple frogs, frogs. before i find my person yes once yes. that's like accepted i feel like it makes it brings a relief I would hope. Yes. It doesn't make the process any easier. It still fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, dating still is tough, yeah. but I think it relieves some of the pressure and expectations and the right uh, that you like go yeah. in, like you go into it with every every date or leave or, or leave. leave. Okay, date. And you're like, oh my god, again. Yeah, <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> you know, it was gonna be this. <laughs> like, yeah, right. The outlier is if it was fantastic. Usually, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that was one thought I had. And then um Chris, this episode, you know, mm-hmm. he was very down in the doldrums and even mm-hmm. last week, I was listening to the episode last week. Um, I said I wanted to like slap him and like shake him up a little because he just seems so like <laughs> yeah, rattled. Tight. tight mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris is so real. Like mm-hmm. every one of us. Every one of us who went through the dating process, which is everybody, mm-hmm. we're all, mm-hmm. if you're trying to find somebody, mm-hmm. um, everyone gets into that that phase where you're just like the negative dancey, you know, yeah. I might as well just die alone, I'm just be a cool auntie, yeah. like we all yeah. gotten, we all at some point get into that mindset because it feels mm-hmm. so hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so watching him struggle, it's just watching him go through like a very real kind of elements of the dating process like everyone mm-hmm. goes through that and that's okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and I think what we learn from him I mean he's in a process where he's like actively having to date and I think he's an introvert so yes. he's getting like very exhausted as well yeah. Yeah. yeah so he can't really like take a break necessarily he's like on mm-hmm. this show um but yeah it just kind of shows you like when you get into those to those moments which are inevitable you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. You need to take a break. You need to just sit down with yourself, do some soul search and get off the apps for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, mm-hmm. Surround yourself with friends who mm-hmm. wake you the fuck up and who mm-hmm. often your friends have more hope for you than you have. <laughs> oh, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. And you're also seeing yourself through these first dates rather than seeing yourself through people who know you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that probably feels very exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> because you're like seeing yourself as a presentation. Right. Himself. Right. Yeah. Um, so I like the moment this episode of him, them all kind of like rallying around him and like yeah. they're all single, they're all sure. Reagan ain't got nobody. Yeah. She's hoping and wishing on Don, but she's like still out here <laughs> same for Ad, yeah. all of them. And yeah. they kind of like yeah. pick him up and just like the importance of just like surrounding yourself with good friends who mm-hmm. when you get into the thick of like, ugh, I hate this dating thing. They even sometimes they're single themselves. They will keep the hope alive for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. The same way that when they come to you with their tail beneath their legs, you are like, "Bitch, no, you gonna find somebody." Like you keep the hope yeah. alive for them. Yeah, um, and I yeah. love how the show really focuses on their friendship and mm-hmm. their kind of bond with each other and kind of like they they anchor each other as they move mm-hmm. from city to city. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a really I don't know really nice element of the show that I feel like yeah. oftentimes watching reality dating shows it's more like competitive or 
Yes. The relationships feel feel fake because they're fighting for the same dude or there's always petty drama. And it's like Mm -hmm. actually really refreshing seeing these people just kind of like support each other. (laughs) Yes. It's not boring. It's very interesting, actually. (laughs) Very. Mm -hmm. I wish Married at First Sight would bring this back. Yeah, that's true. That we used a, to have this. We used to have it more, yeah. yeah. That's true. That is an element of Married at First Sight that I love. When the girls oh. get together, the guys get together. Oh, and they just talking shit. Just I haven't talking had an shit. orgasm in a month. <laughs> Tell me, what yeah. are you doing? Right. Oh, it's the best. It's yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this last season, they just didn't do it as often. But Yeah, we well, um, didn't like each other because it was terrible. But anyway, we're not talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, love, just love, love, love that element of the show and what makes this kind of like docu-series just so interesting. That there's just mm-hmm. no competitiveness. It's it's truly watching, mm-hmm. as they call it, a rom-doc. You feel like I'm watching like a yes. rom-com, but it's like a documentary series. And mm-hmm. it's just very feel-good. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm excited to talk about this episode. Um, so the question of like whether or not you should put all your eggs in one basket or keep your mm. options open. I feel like everybody encounters that at some point when they meet somebody really great. Everybody. And maybe the week before they went out with somebody who was also, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. And you're like, damn, do I just go all in on this person? Do I keep my options open? Mm -hmm. So I like this episode. We kind of see it happening in two ways with Kison going like all in on Ryan. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Ash kind of now juggling these two. Yeah, yeah. And they're kind of taking the approach very differently. And I'm excited to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next question is like how, which I kind of addressed a little bit in the initial thoughts, so, like how we can get out of our own way while dating. Mm. I feel like usually we are the ones making it harder for ourselves. Dating's already hard and it's usually us. <laughs> yes. But sometimes like the impossible standards or expectations we set, oh, okay. um, in Chris's case, he's just in his head, just very much in his head and kind of, yeah. um, building up this whole like process when really as we said it's like most of these dates are going to be duds like that's okay chris yeah um, yes right right okay mm-hmm. so what you're saying okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's usually for me at least I, I can talk from my own perspective like when i was mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. in it with dating and like it usually i was it was myself getting in my own yeah. way yeah so how yeah. do we like how do we save mm. ourselves <laughs> from yes. that you know oh my god i remember my therapist telling me most mm-hmm. people are not going to be for you most people are not your husband so sit yeah. down relax yeah and i was extroverted i can't even mm. imagine how exhausting that oh, is yeah. introvert yeah feeling all of those feelings 100%. and like going home and having first date after first date after first yeah. date after first date like that yeah. i can't even imagine how exhausting that is yeah. Yeah. very very because yeah. you i love spending time with myself more than anybody yes so <laughs> I gave up three hours of prime me time to go on this dud of a motherfucking date. Like that would that wears on you over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. how how do we kind of like help ourselves in the in those moments? Right. Um, right. So yeah, I'm excited to talk and kind of like problem solve that because I feel like mm. everyone, particularly introverts, yeah. but everybody deals with this with dating. Deals with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, those are my thoughts. Nice. Oh my god, I love the show. I love the show. I'm so sad that it's gonna end <laughs> with Me one too. more recap. We have another year. Oh First god, all, we have three people. Easy that we can get on. This Easy show. producers. We got the next. We, we got, got season two cast lined up for you. Done. Ready to go. <laughs> yes. Done. And no one's a straight white man. If you're wondering. That, that too. Ain't nobody straight. <laughs> yeah. Nobody white. Like. <laughs> 
boys. Right, we got a Reagan and we got a Chris. We already got them lined up. Lined up. Lined. I got an Ash for y'all too. I got an Ash. Oh yeah, you got an Ash. Yep. Yep. Sure do. We got this. It's just oh, just such a good show. I could keep watching it forever. I know we do. (sighs) Anyways, before we dive into the recap, let's do a quick Mm -hmm. little segue to another show. Oh my god. Okay, we quickly. Then we're also sad. It's ending. Y'all, we're talking about Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Just watched the last episode. We'll do a quick Mm -hmm. little mini recap right now Mm because we're dying Mm -hmm. to talk about it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those who aren't watching the show, I don't know what is on the show. What the fuck? Oh my god. I don't know. I think if you're a Bravo, if you're a Bravo, like, Stan, and you're not watching Martha's Vineyard, like... Oh, my God. What is... I'm side-eyeing you. Uh, Yeah, eyebrow up. Up. What are you doing? Why? Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, okay. We'll just start with Silas and Jasmine. You want to start with them? Fabulous. Okay. Oh, my God. Talk about putting their ass... This nigga is abusive. He's abusive. Thousand percent. When she said, let me open up the door so everybody can hear everybody how you are speaking you. to me. That is, he is, what, what, I, oh <laughs> just, I, <laughs> I could what? never what? imagine. What? I just can't imagine being allowed, like, yeah. him feeling so yeah. emboldened to speak mm-hmm. to his wife like this. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. You come from a household. I'm sure he comes from a very yeah. traditional household. His mom was doing everything. Yeah. His dad was the king of the yeah. house. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the expectation you have for Jasmine as a wife and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's the way you speak it to her. Yeah. The way you talk at her. The yep. demands and the nitpicking and the making her feel like she's not a good wife and she's not fulfilling mm-hmm. all of... Like, she's mm-hmm. not enough because mm-hmm. she didn't iron the crease in your pants. Like... Mm. It's one thing to have expectations. It's another to just be talking down at somebody like she's down literally beneath you. Yes. Like you were a platoon again. Again. We are in the trenches. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you got to let this go. You it's too go. far into his identity that yeah. now he is like husband platoon as well. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't understand how this is. His only elements of his personality are the groups that he has paid to join. And I don't understand <laughs> who Silas actually is. is. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. That's so true. He's part of a fraternity. He's part fraternity of like a finance. He's a finance bro. He's in that finance little. Finance bro. Mm-hmm. Navy polo down. Yeah. An army. <laughs> he's like very much a part of these like groups that yes. are like hyper masculine. That too. Yes. He's yeah. part of these groups that are super, just keep, just keep like massaging that toxic, yeah. toxic, Ugh, toxic masculinity for him. Yeah, yeah, yep. and he has no counterbalance to it at all. It no, because he has no personality outside yeah. of them. It's very <laughs> odd. Very odd. Oh my god, it's so strange. And then for you Terrible. also, one more thing about this nigga: for you to go into the bathroom and say my life is gonna change, say it with your fucking chest, nigga. Say we're gonna get divorced. Say it with your chest. Wait, Don't what was he me. Saying? He said, he said if, if you keep talking to me like this, your life is going to change. Oh, God, I missed Say that. it with your chest. Say we're going to get divorced. Say the D word. Say Ooh. the D word, nigga. Say it to my face. Don't <laughs> threaten me like that. That's my life crazy. is going to change. We are yeah. on Bravo. Yeah, my life is going to change. Right. We get divorced. I will put this on uh, BravoTV.com, nigga. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And all of this because I didn't iron your pants in time? 
I can't. Like when and you really distill it, breakfast, like, right? I just can't. When you can't. really distill it down to what he's like fighting her on. <laughs> it is the most backwards. Like it's yes. like we're cave men and cave women. The way yes. you're talking at me. Yes. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. Not even that she didn't iron his pants. She didn't iron his pants in time because she went time, to go run right. her own errand, mm-hmm, and then he mm-hmm. now wants to bitch a fit because she didn't get back in time to. She's like, I literally mapped out my entire day, day, my errands, this. my bre- everything yes. to make sure I got back to iron your pants. Oh what are you God. talking about? That shit drove me insane. Yes, me too. The way that he was coming at her and she was like, I mapped out my day to be back to make sure I ironed your pants the way you want. That is, whoo! That's That's so so sad. sad. (laughs) That's so sad. I could never. That made me so, I Mm. couldn't imagine too being like Jordan on this trip. Jordan's the friend, the uncle? The friend. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, Jordan, the girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't imagine if like mm. like so my friend's husband was acting like acting this like and this. I'm in the house yeah. and I got a little oh, Amir like, oh, what's making you? Oh, garlic greens. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> like, I, oh I my God. Just be- I don't oh know what I would do if I was around that because he's talking loud. Know, he doesn't care. No, and then he, you hear them having sex like three days before that. I yeah, can't. it just seems a mess. I don't want to be around that type of energy. I, and I just can't hold it in. I couldn't. It's really hard for me to hold it in. I could kind not. Of stuff. I could not. It's tough. Nope. It's tough. Being the feminist that I am, being around that dude in his presence and seeing him talking to my friend like that, absolutely not. I, I would meddle. I would be in the middle. I'd be meddling. I'm sorry. I can't. For women around the world, we are not doing this, Silas. Like, I could not. And then Ooh. on top of this, like, you don't really look like. You're not Jason Mabot. You don't look like nobody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're not fucking Morris Kojo out here. Out here. You're not out here. No. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You literally look like a wigless Lego. We cannot do this. No. Oh, my God. I can't. I really, I can't imagine, like, their first year of marriage is on display like this. And it is this rough already. Ain't y'all supposed to be in the honeymoon phase? Hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Oh I remember Bravo had a show about the first year of marriage, and it was rough on all of them. It was tough. really, yeah, every last one of them. One of them got pregnant on the honeymoon. The other oh, ones God. were like doing IVF foolishness. Oh. One of the like, it was tough. All of them, it was hard. They were all yeah. different ages too. Great mm-hmm. show. Ruins your life. I feel like though, but great show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, being on TV showing your ass like this, this is... Could you imagine? No, I You're cannot do this. You're six months down. Could you yeah, imagine? Yeah, I could <laughs> not. Know? I could not. And like, I would say, so Nate and I, I don't know though. So Nate and I, as, for those of you who don't know, we run a nonprofit outside of, Dor- yes. outside of um, <laughs> the podcast. Mm-hmm. That, that within itself brought us a lot of stress. Right. Right. So when he and I are getting into it, it generally directs right back to that. Mm. Take that out the process. We are two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel like we yeah. did the work. We did the premarital counseling. We've had mm-hmm. all the conversations about what he expects of me. But like our values match up like so much that mm-hmm. to see the way that they're fighting on exactly. just like. Yeah, yeah. Not fundamental, like... fine, you know, building their household <laughs> together, and it's this rough already. Just, yeah, I, yeah. I can't relate to that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just daily expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like not to diminish any issues that go through that people go through in their no, first year of marriage, no. but it just feels like these people don't know each other. That's it's, why it feels that's so what weird feels to like. watch. Yeah, it oh, does. Man. It feels like they were married at first sight and they yeah. are learning. <laughs> exactly. That's what it feels exactly. like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jasmine can do no right. Silas is barking mm-hmm. around the house. Um, and then in her confessional, in her confessional, she's talking about how they need to get a therapist ASAP. ASAP. He's exhausted and they just got mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to hit the couple's therapy couch because they're on a real bad trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. And they can fix it. They can fix it. If he can I lower so. his expectations and get a personality, they can fix it. Yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. just, I couldn't and be- she gets a backbone, you know? Yeah. She, she gets a backbone. Really start. And he's just got to treat her with respect. Like, I know. It's the lack That's of respect tough. for me, though. That's yeah. Because I don't think he That's respects her. I don't think he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't. Just, I, yeah. It was very, I know. Ugh, I know. for me. Um, so that's Silas and Jasmine. Good luck to them. Yeah. We literally end the episode and they're like, or she's like, no, the all her friends were trying to like rescue her. At the, like, <laughs> the that, end. Was that was that bad. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Nick. Nick and his girlfriend. Girlfriend arrives. Oh my god, she's real. She's real. She's very pretty. <laughs> very I don't know pretty. Why he's sliding into everybody's DM, acting like that? Me either. Some men are just they just just the thrill, know. the thrill of I don't even know. Just the thrill. I of, can't email it. the number two. <laughs> I can't. That makes sense. I can't. I can't listen to like men's podcasts that long because it makes me uncomfortable. And most of those podcasts are for people who get no pussy at all. Yeah. So I don't understand these men who are getting pussy from a fine ass bitch with a job mm. and also want to slide into DMs. I do not understand that yeah, at all. I don't get it. So I went to all girls school. So did Natasha. Let us know, please, <laughs> what this mindset was. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm just not clear. It just seems I'm like clear. pure ego. He's doing it just to feed yes. his ego. Right, but like, right. why but, you have a great job? You have a bomb ass girlfriend. You look like you got money. What the fuck else do you need? That's what I'm saying. You literally look like a Ralph Lauren Marshall's mannequin. So why <laughs> do you also feel the need to slide into DMs yeah. as well? How fragile and small is this ego? Yeah, so strange. That's odd. So that yeah. I kind of fell for the girl just because it's embarrassing. That's super embarrassing. Fucking Bria. Bria. Wine glass the size of her head was sitting there like, so anyway, girl, I just think that you Mm -hmm. should really keep an eye on your man Mm -hmm. because he was sliding into our DM. Like, girl, first of all, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. That's first off. Because I would be shocked if Miss Thing was not breaking off herself a side piece in Africa. (laughs) Would not be shocked in the least. Okay? That's what I'd be doing. Nick was my nigga. <laughs> I'm getting in VIP at somebody's club in Ghana. What? In Lagos. What's up? So who knows? Oh, the way God. she was looking, she was like, uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yep. Yep. And Bria just be a messy because, like, I don't. The girlfriend's going to watch back on TV. She's not my friend. Right. I don't need to do right. all this. Nick right. is not. I don't right. care enough. She'll yeah. see it for herself. But Bria mm-hmm. having to sit down and do the whole. Well, you know, he, we didn't know you existed until week two. Like, she was being messy and mm-hmm. toxic as she is. Mm-hmm. That brings us to Berea. 
<laughs> to Bria and poor Simon. Simon. <laughs> poor Simon. Oh, yes. my God. He had another one to sit down in the therapist's chair. Is that oh, what are you doing? God. It's your lady. Why? Right. Oh. Yeah, why? She's <laughs> why so much work. She is She's a lot of work. She has broken up with him, I think, three times. And he's been there for two episodes? Like, <laughs> too much. Yeah. She's she's a disaster. She's like very toxic behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Her chaotic energy. Yeah, she desperately wants to be on TV too. It's like Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad. She wants to be mm-hmm. on TV and that is not Everybody um, needs to take a page out of Jordan's book. <laughs> Just care Just a less. Little, a care less but a hint of mystery. Like oh, yeah. you're celibate for a year. Like why? Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. You know, it can make us wonder a little bit. Bria, mm. I know their whole story with Our whole life. I know everything. Yeah. I don't need a season two. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, I don't need her on season two. It's too much. Mm-mm. It's very chaotic. Even when she called her mom, it was like Simon's like doing this and the mom the mom already knew it was her fault. <laughs> the mom didn't even need to hear anything else. She was like, Bria, don't embarrass him. Bria, <laughs> be quiet. Like the way her mom was coming at her, I was like, oh, she already knows her daughter very well. Oh my God. God. The way Bria was on the phone in silence, Simon came in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, shut the fuck up. Oh I'm my God. Oh God. I was like, what black person? Who is this? Who what? is this? <laughs> Just screaming at people like this. I knew one girl like this. I was in Jack and Jill, so you already know. I knew I knew a girl like this. <laughs> like I, this? I, I knew I knew one girl like this. Oof. God. Oh my god. Just screaming like I cursing Scr- up a storm like cursing that. at allegedly somebody you love. This is your one true <laughs> yeah. love. And you saying, get the fuck out of here. Like, what? And this Who are you this talking is to? Why we learn why. Uh, Jasmine was trying to set her up with all them other niggas in the very beginning because she already knew the kind of mess that was coming into this house. That was coming. She knew. God. She knew Bria was gonna pull this kind of mess. She was like, "He's not gonna stay for. He's gonna stay for a whole week. Mm-hmm. He can't leave after three days. Right? Like, why is he here? This because she knew. She knew. Mm-hmm. But why oh, Jasmine wait. trying to set Bria up with it? She don't like these guys. Then She's trying to set. <laughs> why is she trying to set? <laughs> Poor little sweet Amir and cute little Alex Aww. with Bria. Oh, come on, Jasmine. Why are you setting them up like that? Uh-uh. Oh, my goodness. A mess. Oh, so we have... Then un- they brought it. That last... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. What happened? I got too excited. No. I got too excited about the fight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're getting to the fight. So another fight. Bria's in the center of it again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know why Summer put her hands on Bria. I don't know why either. You know what? I've necessary. never been this thin and that drunk, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. Why? No, it's yeah. over you. They're just flailing. Like the, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bria, which can't stand Bria for the life of me, but I hear her. She's like, why does everybody feel like they can put their hands on me? Like that. I know why. This is the same thing. A lot of girls say this on reality TV. You yelling, you screaming, you disrespecting everybody in the fucking house. You mm-hmm. yell, you, you got your dog shitting all over the house. Okay. <laughs> you throwing in the door clothes in the dryer. You're mm-hmm. doing everything wrong. And then you're like, why does everybody feel like they need to put their hands on me? Because you're annoying. Because you're a bitch. Because you are hard headed mm-hmm. and you don't learn any other kind of way. <laughs> girl (laughs) she is the worst like she will she will bring you to the brink of fighting summer don't look like the fighting type 
No. Summer no. went to fight, but somehow she found herself like <laughs> hands on Priya. <laughs> The next morning, she was so like was so <laughs> ashamed so with herself. Yes, like, oh, that's yes. not me. Yeah, but Bria yeah. will bring that shit out of you. God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I mean, what we're here for fifteen days and we have two physical altercations. Like people, oh people. <laughs> I know. Well, they can't. Do they have this on regular summer house with the whites? They They've had summer. fights, but not two in a summer. Like. Uh-huh. Not like that. You know what? And they don't, they don't have really enough be outside like people. They don't have enough outside people coming into the home. It's just them. Yeah. It's just them. And that can get very... Mm. Yeah. We see it on every reality show. It, when you, they're stuck in the house like that, it's just It becomes like Lord, Lord of the Flies. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Battle for... It's like fucking, you yes. know, survival of the fittest in here. Yeah. 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 A mess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm ready for season two. So ready for season I'm two. Alex and Summer, those. is that a thing? Are we uh, right. serenading you? Right. Alex, I'm not waiting on your single. You should have done no. a better job with that and <laughs> branding with your brother. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. I don't they really built it up and it was like not And anything. it was just a piano. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't really much. But I want to see, I, yeah, I definitely want to see them like single and going out more. But mm. this vineyard is tough. It's just families and aunties. <laughs> it's families and aunties, but it's it's there's people, but it's like house party shit. It's not a whole lot of like uh, okay. uh, 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 clubs. Yeah. You know? like, well, they need to bring that. Summer House, uh, the one in the Hamptons, they have yeah. a house party every week. Mm, like every yeah. week. They kind of do it on, yeah. on Martha's Vineyard where like somebody, it's like their turn oh, right. to They're throw big. the party. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They go out as well, but mostly their parties are like house parties. House parties. And they have a lot of outsiders that come into the house. Like, yeah. it's just like a huge yeah. blowout. So I would love yeah. to see that a little bit more for season two. Mm-hmm. It does feel very insular, and it's just like the yeah. seven of them <laughs> over and yeah. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then bring Mariah back, bring Phil back. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. Anyways. Thanks oh, for letting us indulge, one. guys. Um, okay, a lot of fun stuff happening on Patreon. So much, yes. Bachelorette recaps have kicked off. We'll be doing that every week. We're back. Mm -hmm. Um, this week we're recapping Married at First Sight Nashville's reunion. Mm -hmm. That'll drop, uh, Thursday, Friday, one of those days on Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, last week we did Temptation Island. A little deep dive into that. Roasted. (laughs) Roasted this new season, which I'm very disappointed in. God, but we had fun. I think we made it a lot of fun. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then I just want to give a special shout out to Jada from the Tea Party. Last week, she was talking about watching Love Island UK. I uh-huh. It's my new gym show. I started it yesterday. No, really? Oh, what a great gym show. <laughs> I know. I'm a smooth yeah. 28 episodes behind already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. But yeah. um but yeah, I started that off. So I might talk about that maybe on Girl What You Watching or something in the next couple Oh fun. Weeks. Yeah. Um but yeah, basically if you love us, if you love this episode, if you want to listen to us mm-hmm. ad free, if you wanna watch us instead of listen, mm-hmm. if you just want to unlock way more episodes of this one a week, yep. Head on over to Patreon, support us, mm-hmm. join the Rose Garden. Uh, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash two black girls one rose it is on and mm-hmm. popping on patreon you can also try out a patreon membership with a seven day free trial mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people have been testing out and have been i know and a lot of people have been joining have been joining after the free trial so 
Try it all now. Shout out to the Rose Garden. We love you guys. Mm. Everyone, please continue to rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Write us a nice yes. little review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. That helps us out a ton in the search mm-hmm. and the algorithm, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, leave us a little message. And mm-hmm. yeah, find us on Instagram, TikTok, tag us in your story. If you're watching Swiping America and you want people to mm-hmm. listen along with us, take a nice little screenshot, tag it in your story, share us with the world. All right, Justine, we had a ton of email call-outs last episode. So many church announcements. emails were flowing in. Yes. Give us some lovely church announcements. Yes, yes, yes. So, first of all, shout out to Samantha, 35, single, queer, from the Bronx, emailed us a ton of stuff to, like, think about and just a lot about her career transition and going through also a relationship transition of does she want to do polyamory versus monogamy? really interesting oh. to go through at 35 single and queer in the Bronx. So <laughs> shout out to you, Samantha. But also oh. she really wanted uh, us to, or she wanted to know from us, uh, what do we think about monogamy? And if we think that there's more than one soulmate out there for you, why be monogamous? Mm. Like, what's the point basically mm. of being monogamous? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm too lazy. To have multiple people. I, there's there's no way. Yeah, there's no I way I could have more than one. I don't have that kind of an energy. I think that people who yeah. are poly have a certain type of energy that I, I agree. just don't have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I um I do sometimes feel as if I, I adhere to monogamy. I like you don't have mm-hmm. the energy for other I barely yeah. have energy for Nate. Like I <laughs> just, right. I can't I can't imagine myself with multiple partners. Um, yeah. but more power to those who polyamory is mm-hmm. their way. Um, mm-hmm. but I do definitely adhere to the belief that monogamy is kind of a social construct. Mm. I feel like, mm. um, I definitely feel as if people can very much fall in love with multiple. I mean, we see it on TV. We see it on all these all shows the time. all yep. the time. You see it on the mm-hmm. fucking Bachelor. People are genuinely yeah. crying tears because they are in love, in love with multiple people. We see people. it on Love is Blind. Them niggas are crying through a wall. Through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Genuine heartfelt feelings for yeah. multiple people. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of bizarre for us to just like believe that there's only one person out there and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, I think there definitely is more... Um, and there's been tons of research and studies and people talking a lot mm. about polyamory and how mm-hmm. monogamy is very much like a social construct. It's part of the institution of marriage and it's kind mm-hmm. of like all combined and it's, you know, yep. the stable family. The, the, like a lot of it yep. is very constructed. Taxes and now we're yeah. on a line. Right. On the line of marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it is very much kind of like manufactured and put together. Mm-hmm. And there's benefits to, of course, just creating like stable family units for families and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But, um, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think people who are dabbling in polyamory or living polyamorous mm-hmm. lifestyles, um, I think a lot of people find a lot of success in it. I mean, yes, I yes. myself couldn't do it, but I definitely yeah. believe in people who say, like, I have a lot of love to give and I want yes. to find that with multiple people. And I have found that yep. with multiple people and we've created a mm-hmm. lifestyle for ourselves and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, teach their own, but I'm, um, yeah, I feel like we're seeing a lot more on TV now 
representations of polyamory. I don't know if they're all Mm -hmm. the most positive. I know. I don't know if they're all even representations that are real. Yeah. Just thinking of Nadine and Christine from Couples Therapy. I'm like, yeah. Not real. Like Nadine, what are you? Right. Hated her. Really. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's very interesting. I think we're going to start to see more because I feel like Holly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amory is becoming definitely more accepted. And I yeah. think people are more successfully figuring out polyamorous relationships that, that are successful. Yes. But we're only and kind marriages, of. And marriages. And right? marriages. Like, yeah. You know, people don't want to get divorced, and for some people, this is why. So why not just like do put up some parameters, mm-hmm. some nice strong boundaries, mm-hmm. and do what you can to stay married. And like, do what you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember we we watched um, Seeking Brother Husband, that crazy fucking show. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Mm-hmm. But we were watching this woman who she had two husbands, one for fifteen yeah. years, the other for like nineteen yeah. years. Yeah. They had kids yeah. together. They had a whole blended mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are making it work. So you can't tell me that monogamy is the only way. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. And clearly she's showing yeah. me that it ain't. So yes. do what y'all want to do, people. Yep. But yeah, you got to have the energy for it. That's the thing. I got the energy. I don't have it. I don't have it, friend. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't have the energy to go on date again. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm lost. Yeah. No. But yeah. shout out to everybody who does. Mm-hmm. Um, And then... Kathleen emailed us a bunch of stuff, but shout out to her. She was friends with people who had an affair and one of them used her as a cover. Mm. Yes. Like, oh, I'm going to see Kathleen. Nope. Going to see your girlfriend. Mess. Then (laughs) we have Alex who moved for love. She moved to Chicago, met her husband and locked down. And moving to Chicago is very serious commitment because it is freezing until May, until Memorial Day out there. Good (laughs) God almighty. I know. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. For her. Yeah, yeah. Yes, good for you, Alex. Drew. Now, Drew, I could not wait for this one. This is a Bachelor one, but I could not wait for this one. Emailed us about Dearborn, Michigan. But she said that she's been listening to us since she was a junior in high school and is now in her first year of law school. Oh my God. Law, law school. What? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. She an OG. That blew my fucking mind. That's, we've been doing like, this a long time, bitch. We've been doing we've this, see, that's, this We've long? seen people through four years of like college. <laughs> yes, that ass. Yes, this is yeah. our six, we're in our sixth year. Or yeah, uh, about, about to be six. About to be six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Shout out. That's so crazy. What's her name? Shout Drew? Out to you, girl. Drew. Shout, shout out, out to you, Drew. I know. Sticking to... with us. Yes. God. Sticking with us and law school, girl, because that sounds crazy. Was <laughs> <laughs> that crazy ass just barking through your ear through high school and college? Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. But we, we put them in law school, girl. We send them I off know. to law school. I know. We send them to law <laughs> school. Love. That's amazing. Shout oh out to you, God. Drew. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Autumn emailed us as well about moving um, from Atlanta to Hartsville, South Carolina. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Yes. For love? And so for work. Okay. Then moved. Um, yeah, she moved for work. Then she was like, oh, maybe I'll move to New York City. She had a boyfriend in Brooklyn. Then she moved to Columbia, South Carolina. So her love oh. and her work was like, 
just taking, taking her all over the east eastern seaboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, she's single now. She is living in Chicago okay. and making lots of money, but she, you know, is dating somebody in LA. So maybe she'll move to LA. Wow. So you, Autumn. Oh my God. Going all over the country. All over the place. Literally swiping America yeah. on your own. <laughs> on your own. Somebody got a camera on you. her. I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, there are people. Amazing. I would love to know. Um, what is her name that you just said? Autumn. Autumn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the autumns of the world that um, date online and keep their geographical location yes. like wide <laughs> to wherever. Right. You make that money and you can get on that. And you can get on that flight. Fl- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I would love email two black girls yes. at gmail.com if you are on mm-hmm. hinge and your zip code range is like 200 <laughs> miles or something. Yes. And yeah. how and why you made that decision. How are you approaching dating? It's just like a very mm-hmm. different way. I think you definitely have to have access and privilege to be able to do that. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. But you know, if you do. Yeah, Great. or if you don't, yeah. and somehow you're making it work, you having these niggas mm-hmm. flying to see you, I would love yeah, to hear that too. Travel that credit card, <laughs> right? Are you getting flued out? Are you getting flued oh, out? Flued out. Please email. Please email. <laughs> Please, I would love to know that life. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Interesting. Okay. And then the last, though, I saved the best for last. Oh. Christina emailed us. Okay. Shout out to you, Christina. This is my kind of carrying on. She emailed me. She said she dated a vegan and after she slept over his house, went to the Wendy's across the street and ate a junior bacon cheeseburger every time. (laughs) Starving, leaving them dates. when he said that they had to break up because their lifestyles didn't match up. Oh she was my like, God. well, you spilled a beef bacon on this breath, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dying. Shout oh, you, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, girl. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, I respect everybody. Right. That would be me. I respect everybody's <laughs> lifestyle decisions, but that, that one for seems sure. like too much of a, a leap for me. I love barbecue. That's one of my favorite cuisines. What am and I doing with you? a vegan? In particular, <laughs> love eating out. I love eating out. I love going to a restaurant. You, yes, you're such a good restaurant sourcer. For you mm. to have that kind of like, you have to distill it all the way down to vegan. To vegan. Vegetarian is fine. You can find something for vegetarian. Sure. Easy. Yeah. Vegan? Nah. Yeah. And there's a lot. There's a lot of vegan restaurants in New York. There's a lot of restaurants okay. now having vegan options. Vegan but... options. Yeah, we can get you two appetizers and a cocktail. <laughs> right. You know, like, right? Are you gonna be? Those we see those people. They're like eating sides. I'm like, can I have the a bunch of sides? The Brussels sprouts <laughs> and the fries. Carrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that life seems so hard. Oh it does. no, I can't. It does. Yeah. So that was my last one. It was my okay. Favorite. Nice. <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. Let's just dive into this recap. Yes, please. 48 minutes. I know. Good God, God, (laughs) y'all. So, okay. We pick back up from last week. So in Miami, Mm -hmm. just to recap, Kison found Larry. Very Mm -hmm. nice man. Divorcee. They Mm -hmm. bonded really well. That's her one contender Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Ash went on a date with that crazy vegan girl and Mm -hmm. ended the episode texting a mystery person. Mm-hmm. Chris found a nice man named Derek, and then Reagan Derek, found yes. Don, who mm-hmm. um, she's very open with about her daughter. He seems mm-hmm. kind of crazy in the beginning because he sent her paragraph long texts about nothing, about absolutely nothing. But he ended up yeah. being an actually really nice guy. So yeah. So we go from Miami to Austin. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like Austin. Have you been to Austin before? I've never been to Austin. Great food culture. I love a city with food. Yes. I think I just like food. I think that's what it is. I know. <laughs> Exploring <laughs> I think it takes a city through the food. Through though, the right? food. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot to be told yes. when you are exploring a city through food. Yes. It's so cool. That's how yeah. I approach all... Was I talking to you about this? Um, whenever I'm traveling anywhere and I put together a little itinerary, it's based mm-hmm. around food. Absolutely. The whole thing. And that's <laughs> based around the vibes, right? Mm. We were talking about this extensively. Yeah. We <laughs> I figure out where we're going for breakfast, where we're going for lunch, we're going for dinner, and then I base Mm -hmm. the activities around that. And it's around what's local, what's the local favorites, Mm -hmm. who have I seen on Netflix, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite, Mm -hmm. what's my favorite, Mm -hmm. what can we walk to? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's all around food. But it's all around food, 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, See, Austin has really good food culture, so I remember. So, first stop in Austin, they're at a sex shop. So fun. Have you ever been to one? I have not been to six. No, I haven't been. What? I haven't. One of the largest on the East Coast. I know. It's up on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I got dragged Nate there one day. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've not been. And so, yeah, they're seeing all these wild toys, these wild sex toys, a cock cage. That's really something. Whoa. That kind of restriction. That sounds painful. You're deep in to some stuff that you know that you love. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not your... You're not starting with sex toys with the cock cage. No. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so they start there, have fun. They start getting matches in their Mm -hmm. phone or whatever. I don't know what app this is. I I think they must have a special one. They must have created a little (laughs) special one, the film crew, right? Um, But everybody's good looking. Everybody got jobs. Everybody's tall. Everybody got great bodies. Like. Yep. Yep. Where did they find these people? I didn't expect this out of Austin. I didn't expect this out of Austin. Everybody was yeah. tall as shit and very good yeah. looking. Yeah. Yeah. I expect this out of Miami. Right. More out of a you Miami. Know? But this this little batch is looking better. Mm-hmm. Um, Kisan is very excited to meet an American Texas man, she says. Mm-hmm. 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 I personally see no appeal in I dating. None. <laughs> That is so scary to me. Southern Texas. Yeah, I'm just scared. No. Horrified. No way. No way. Some girls really love, like, the Southern accents and the little, like, Southern gentleman type of thing. I love a Southern accent. Type of thing. You do? I do. I do. I love a Southern accent. I love that, like, gentlemanly culture. It's the cowboy hats and the boots that make me nervous. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Something of, I don't know. I'm not a big Southern accent person particularly out yeah, of a yeah. particularly out of a man or particularly if it's a white man too like just something about it it stirs up the past it for me it stirs up your ancestral it does. Uh, feelings yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not into yeah. the accent i something mm-hmm. about i just like northern a northeast kind of mm-hmm. jersey new york even philly mm-hmm. kind of twang mm-hmm. that just makes mm-hmm. me feel comfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. boston yep. now boston yep. i'm a little uncomfortable <laughs> no way but new york no, new jersey no, no, no. that's my vibe mm-hmm. i know the accent i feel comfortable with it i know how they move the realness like i don't know that mm-hmm. that's my thing um but anyways they are excited to meet these new guys reagan reagan's 38 which i did not realize i didn't know that either she looks fantastic she doesn't look 38 at all not at all. But then when you start doing the math, it's like, okay, she was married, then she had a kid. It, it yes. makes sense. The kid's like 15. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, she's she's talking to camera. She's 38. She sometimes feels um, she's sometimes ready for marriage. Sometimes she feels like it's not in the cards for her. Um, she feels like it's hard for her to find a partner because she she thinks she's hard to satisfy. And she also doesn't know how many men will be patient enough for her pace because she likes to move very slow. Pin this. Mm. Pin this. Okay. She says something completely opposite later. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I feel her on this, though. I feel like once you get... Mm. By 38, you're very mature. You're very... I would think. Yep. Not all 38s mm-hmm. are mature, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you're more... You become more rigid and uncompromising. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. too, you've been hurt a lot by then. Yeah. So wow. your tolerance for bullshit <laughs> is, like, super, 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 super low. Yeah. And you just want to move at the pace that you want to move. And everybody, like, the world revolves around you by that age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're so happy with your own world. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck you. I don't Fuck, yeah. People really (laughs) got to be bringing it in order to, like, Uh you know, dispel, like, your, like, oasis that you created for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel her. Mm. Now, Ash. Ash is still texting this mystery person talking about, you're so perfect. Oh, my God. What the hell? What is this? This seems like new relationship talk. Mm-hmm. It was very flirty. Very flirty. Um, Chris is still talk, uh, texting Derek in Miami. So that's mm-hmm. good. Okay, so we have our date zeros. Yep. Um, go person by person. Kison. Kison got on this mm-hmm. long velvet gown. Like, wow. where is and she going? some converse. And some boots or, yeah, a little outfit. Yeah. Very cute. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a really nice date zero with this really mm-hmm. cute, very tall Captain America, Captain America looking yeah. ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who also, to me, his face was it just me? Please email it right in the the comments on Patreon. He looks super familiar. No, he's one of those people. He just has he that face. Familiar. Okay, he looks like everyone and no one. <laughs> all the same show. I yeah. was trying to rack my brain like, what other show was this dude on? Can I trust him? Because yeah, he looks so. I was like, he's been on The Bachelor. No, no, like, yeah, no question. no question. How did they not scoop him up? Right, already. Like, already. I'm yeah. convinced I've seen him before, but you're right. He might have a familiar face. Low-key like Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer has a face, too. Like, did I no. do a project with him? No, he's a <laughs> fucking football quarterback. Yeah. No, you did not do right. a project All with look him. the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> So, so yeah, he's really cute, very tall, nice. He doesn't date mm-hmm. a lot. Seems like he j- mm-hmm. just recently got to Austin, so he's still like settling down there. Mm-hmm. Said he's been doing mm-hmm. a lot of soul searching, more focused on that. Super mm-hmm. close with his family. Um, she's picking up everything he's putting down. Everything. everything. Mm-hmm. She said he looks like the southern, southern version of Jason Momoa. <laughs> And she, I don't know about that. I don't know about all but, that. He's big, though. He's like a big dude, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but she is now referring to him as her fiance. So she's smitten. She is smitten. And poor Larry. Larry is just <laughs> in Larry the dust. Was, you know, a oh. nice, cute 5'9", probably 5'10". Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Can't compete. But so nice, though. So I nice. really like Larry a I lot. really liked Larry. I was yeah. like, damn, we're done with him already? I was sad. I was, I was a little sad. sad. Me too. I was Me like, too. I mean, this guy like, seems nice. We can't nice. Larry to Reagan. Right. Like, <laughs> or just kind of keep him on ice. Like, this guy's nice yeah. and new. He's saying all the things. But, like, right. we still don't know this person. Let's, yeah. you know. I don't know. She was real smitten by him. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Reagan, her little fun feathered top. 
love this love this I've seen it so many times <laughs> I love it I just love her little what do you say, like Betsy Johnson type of style it's very yes, yeah. particular and mm-hmm. just like fun and wild and free mm-hmm. um she she's just getting some duds I feel for Reagan does they're camera shy they're scared of her yeah yeah a lot of boring just awkward dudes (laughs) Mm -hmm. no one's asking her anything i thought of you yeah just sitting there (laughs) getting talked at yeah literally you leave the day you know his whole story and you don't even know if he knows you have a sister like he doesn't know because you didn't ask him anything Um, and I just, again, I love Reagan. She's really good at just asking cool questions. She Mm -hmm. asked them, what's your favorite dream? Which Mm -hmm. is so open-ended. You can interpret that in any way. Like your favorite dream, like sleeping dream that you had. Mm -hmm. It could be your Mm -hmm. favorite dream, like hopes and dreams for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. she just, she makes, even if the date and the guys are boring, she will have fun. Yep. She will make sure she will bring the conversation Mm -hmm. and make sure that we're going to have fun here. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, after all her terror. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r terrible dates landed on phil mm-hmm. who is like a country music musician he wears mm. cowboy boy boots and cowboy hat 
you know I've seen it but okay. I, this is not it <laughs> hasn't from day one no. i really do feel like phil couldn't make it in nashville and moved to austin that's the energy Ooh, he was giving me yeah. right yeah yeah i can see that right <laughs> yeah i couldn't make it in new york so i moved to philly yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like oh, oh man Lord. yeah which yeah. is not reagan's energy <clears throat> no she needs somebody no, who... reagan is making it in new york reagan is a hairstylist right <laughs> like, i yeah. already knew this phil shit wasn't gonna be nothing Mm-mm. Ash, Ash um, went out with a bunch of different girls. One was a Marine. Yeah. One, mm-hmm. very interesting. Her best friend recently came out as a lesbian. And she didn't know anything. Yeah. Like, what? She didn't know. How wild would That's that wild. be? And she herself is a lesbian. And her best friend uh, yeah. like held it in from her the whole time. You know, Texas is weird. Texas is weird. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you bring it back to that, yeah, that's, <laughs> right? that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ash did go on a very nice day with a girl named Madeline. Mm-hmm. Super, mm-hmm. super cute little ginger mm-hmm. white girl tattoos mm-hmm. and you know, cute little energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still texting that still mystery texting. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris went on a date, very nice man named Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed pleasant. Yeah. So we dive in more about Kisun. We learn a little bit more about Kisun. Who is this beautiful, mm-hmm. stunning, bubbly fucking mm-hmm. laughs at everything. Mm-hmm. Just energy. You want to be around her. She's so like yes. infectious yes. in that way. I can see her being such a successful realtor. I see why uh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, of course. <laughs> Yep. So we learned Kisan had a very idyllic childhood. She was like mm-hmm. super close to her mom and her dad. Mm-hmm. And then her parents unexpectedly divorced in high school. Yeah. And she was like, her parents hid whatever issues they were going through. She knew nothing. It's like she was blindsided by it almost. Yes. Mm-hmm. And her, she said her sister also hid it too. So I feel like she's the youngest. She's the youngest. Everyone shielded totally her. Oblivious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is traumatic within itself. Like that. Exactly. Divorce yeah. is already enough traumatic as a yes. child. But then right. for it to just be like out of the blue and you're like, mm-hmm. were we just living a lie this whole time? Like, yeah. yeah. But Loki, yeah. yeah, you were. <laughs> like, so her, she said her dad moved out um, yeah. and he came to her high school graduation and then she literally hasn't seen him since. Since. That was 18 years ago, she said. Oh my God. How does that happen? Ooh. You have this idyllic family life and know, you love your kid daughters and then you just divorce and disappear and disappear maybe he couldn't accept it that it's like gone it's like really over and he just wants to start over men do that all the time that's crazy oh i did that thing and it didn't work out i gotta start over again and move to virginia whatever you do hear that men that yeah just they divorce and they just leave (laughs) yeah but it's like how you Mm -hmm. just treat the kids like that you divorce the wife i know and the family exactly. is, you know, kind of dispelled yeah. at this point, but you can still have very much a relationship with your kids. Like, I don't know. That's your kids. They came out of your body. They That's literally came from you. They came from your body. Yeah. I say, yes. Why are you like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Terrible. So mm-hmm. she she's super close to her mom, her sister. They, mm-hmm. just the threesome, have just gotten through yeah. this time together. Um. Yeah. And Kisa is chilling. She's like, I'm 35. Honestly, I don't feel no pressure mm-hmm. to get married. Mm-hmm. No negativity. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm an eternal optimist. I know I'll meet my person. Yep. I'm out here mm-hmm. in these streets just being fabulous. And that's that. I love it. Yeah. I love how she said, wasting time being unhappy is so tragic. Mm. 
I love how she said how that. Because it that. is. Wow. It yeah, is it is. Literally tragic yeah. to sulk. The sulk. All right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Great little head on her shoulders for what she's gone through. And it could very mm-hmm. well be allowed to just be yeah, very jaded and pessimistic about love and life, seeing yeah. what happened with her parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyways, Kisan puts on her little Fendi cowboy boots and goes out with Ryan. Yes, yes. I said, okay, bitch, Fendi cowboy oh, boots. Well, Oof. this kind of personality in New York selling houses. Selling houses, yeah. Yep. Fendi cowboy Fendi boots. Fendi cowboy boots. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they go to this little barbecue spot. They're drinking tequila, mm-hmm. talking about music interests and, you know, mm-hmm. past relationships. She said she's been in love twice. Her first mm-hmm. love was when she was 23. And she was like... Mm-hmm deep in it gave it her all like mm-hmm. it just like took over her world and yeah her life her whole yeah. life and he said he's the same that he loves very hard mm-hmm. um and yeah she eventually invited him back to the house and they are just mm-hmm. laughing and laughing and chatting and laughing and talking and laughing and it was so cute, <laughs> it, was so cute. <laughs> it was really cute this is like this is the the blossoming of a great love usually this is like this is how stars movie. when you laughing yeah. for no god you laughing and he ain't even that funny but you just laughing your head off he ain't even that funny girl he just told me <laughs> and you just laughing and laughing, laughing, laughing. laughing yeah uh-huh uh-huh we all been there we've been so there well. i know i know it's a beautiful little time though it is you, it's so nice you literally turned into a fool like yeah. you become an idiot and this guy is just like the funniest thing on earth Mm-hmm. Oh, so cute. Mm-hmm. Now, Reagan goes out with Phil, the mm-hmm. <laughs> wannabe country music singer. To that aristocrat lounge, which is my literal <laughs> worst nightmare of going out. <laughs> Never. I do not want to go anywhere near this place. No, no. Um, and Chris, Chris is there with Nicholas. They're at the same spot. Yeah. And yep. they're learning like line dancing. And Did you catch this? They oh. were like, whoever's gonna lead step up first and she had to elbow him and be like you should lead yeah and he was like i guess i'm leading like so (laughs) embarrassing this guy was weird at least six to two i know at least what are you why are you like oh yeah i'll follow her you gonna follow the girl with the fluffy dog (laughs) (laughs) and the feather top like what and the feather top and the bow in her head right she's gonna leave no (laughs) oh my god he was he was straight up a character out of like BoJack Horseman, like straight off of say, Cartoon, like Cartoon Network. Yes, yes. I just mm-hmm. could not take him mm-hmm. seriously at all. He just didn't seem like a real yeah. person. I know because um, he had no personality at no all. No personality, and I feel like she chose him because she's like, hey, he'll be he's interesting, like he'll be fun or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And he was yeah. so boring and quiet mm-hmm. and awkward mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. couldn't make conversation. And then when he couldn't think of anything to say, he would just start humming. Which was fucking oh weird. God. Oh my god! <laughs> and then he had the nerve to say he hated New York, and I was like, okay. The audacity. Goodbye. Well, I see why you have no nothing. Yeah, I can see him trying to figure out the subway with like a guitar on his back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and someone be like, "Move, get out of here!" Yeah. And he's like crying. Yeah, I, can see that. I feel like he hates New York because he couldn't make it in New York, and so he's exactly. jaded and bitter about it now. Exactly. Who? Ha- I don't trust yeah. nobody who says I hate New York. I don't trust I them. hate New York. I hated living in New York, but to hate, hate New York, York? That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> that's, I don't trust nobody yeah. who utters that outside. So the minute he said that, I was like, okay, he can go. <sighs> <laughs> Goodbye. And yeah, Reagan, she, you know, she gives her, her her all, but she's like, I just feel like no one understands me. I feel like no one likes me. 
like this is the juxtaposition i was talking about okay she says i feel like nobody understands me i feel like this i feel like that but then she also feels like she keeps all this distance with men Mm -hmm. that's not fair yeah she does do both she (laughs) does you do both you're right she does do do both both. she keeps people at Mm -hmm. arm's length and they got to move at her pace on her time and her you know Mm-hmm. but then also she's like no one gets me no one it's like no one gets you because i don't know you <laughs> yep you yep. don't really let them yep. in yet um mm-hmm. but don in miami does she does admit don in miami does with his full head of hair his full head of hair his very nice Love little him. smile and face mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so we see her later send him a photo of her and her outfit like her date yeah, literally her outfit date. going on her date <laughs> And he sends her back, you know, little complimentary voice notes. And they're so cute. I know. So like 45 years old. So, <laughs> my God. Oh, yeah. I'm liking how you're looking in those boots. Like, uh, no. Just... <laughs> oh, no, Natasha, no. Oh, no. It was so, oh, like, God. it was so complimentary and nice and, like, old manny. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. it was cute, though. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now, Chris. Chris is also at the line dancing place. He's on a date with mm-hmm. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. They both love Hawaiian pizza. Yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this date goes nowhere because we immediately learn that Nicholas yes. wants kids and a family. Kids. And yeah. Chris don't want none of that. Uh-uh. Nope. So he wants to be the rich auntie. <laughs> he wants to be the rich auntie. <laughs> nope. Wants none to do with that. And so they're kind of just like sitting staring at each other like, all right, well. <laughs> sucks. That sucks. Um, now Ash goes on her date with mm-hmm. Madeline, mm-hmm. um, a little coffee shop looks like, and, yep. uh, the day before they, Ash and the house went to like a trans rights protest. Yeah. And so they were talking mm-hmm. about just like how Texas is a very scary place. Scary. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even at the protest, she was like, it just felt like the energy was just like scary. Just because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people have guns out here, like open carry guns, and just come here and shoot up the place as they be doing. I so <laughs> it's like not even, it's not an, even a rational fear to have. It's a very rational fear very rational. to go to a protest very. and feel <clears throat> fear for your life, particularly being in an mm-hmm. open carry state where they do be yep. shooting up the place. <laughs> yes, yes. So. Did you see that protester who was around, who was, he does demonstrations and he was yelling at an anti-abortion clinic, at an anti-abortion rally. Mm-hmm. He was like, we don't trust women to make their own decisions. <laughs> this is part of the crowd. All, all these like crazy about exactly what they're talking what they're fighting about. for. And they were like, get on the sidewalk. You don't belong here. He was like, I'm just telling the truth, you guys. I'm just saying what we're all here for. And he's like. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. He was had full paraphernalia, head to toe, full like America, yeah, the better flag, like all this, and was just screaming. We hate women. Yeah, we hate women. They're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great great. like anti-protest like approach Mm -hmm. to it. I love that. Mm -hmm. Send me that video. Mm -hmm. I will. Yeah, I will send it to you. He's good. Yeah. So, so yeah, Ash and Madeline, they have, you know, cute little combos. They seem they seem to hit it off. Nothing, mm-hmm, nothing like mm-hmm. 
Um, so the four, Keyson, Ash, Reagan, and Chris mm-hmm. kind of recap Austin, how it went. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Keyson, as we know, was in love with Ryan. So <laughs> yeah, Larry is gone. Larry He's is vanished. Fully out the door. She said he <sighs> was only for Miami. He was a very nice, pleasant no. man, but I think it was meant to be just for Miami. I was like, damn. Larry, where are you? I have somebody for I you. I know. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> threw him to the oh, curb, yo. Terrible. We need Larry in season two. I know. I want him to be matched yeah. up with somebody. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she had a great night with Ryan. She has already invited him to New Orleans, so he will be popping up in the next city. They're not even there. They're not even and there, and she's like, "We got <laughs> to keep this going." Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as she said, she said Ryan to her just feels so pure. She's shocked mm. to meet someone who. She mm-hmm. connects with almost on the same level. She connects with her sister. Like there's this like this sister. naturalness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm shocked. I'll be shocked if I meet anyone better than him. So she is <sighs> like all eggs in Ryan's basket. She's sold. And I feel like she's sold, not just because he's cute and this, down the third, but mm. um, sometimes there is this unspoken thing. It feels like family. Yes. Like family. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a stranger mm-hmm. to you and it shouldn't feel like that, but it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So it looks mm-hmm. crazy to all of us. Like, wait, girl, you can't put mm-hmm. your, all your eggs in his basket, but it's like, I feel this thing. I can't describe mm-hmm. it for you guys, but mm-hmm. that's exactly it. It feels like family and the stranger should not yeah. feel like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's doing great. Reagan. Reagan is struggling. Aww, she yeah. did not meet any Southern gentlemen. She only met weirdos no. here. and yeah she's just dying for somebody who's like conversational she seems to have only had a really really solid conversation thus far with dom Uh only dom uh seems to know how to even handle her she brought her full energy her everything and he was just eating it up and dishing it back at her and yeah yeah um yeah she says she feels her pace her ease is to move very cautiously and slow mm-hmm. until she feels safe and then she's like in it and mm-hmm. so she's mm-hmm. kind of with that with don like they're texting she's keeping it very mm-hmm. she hasn't invited him to anywhere yet like yeah right she's moving at her right. face her pace and he's mm-hmm. he's right there with you know sending back the messages and very present yeah with her, so yeah and i like how she said that she discovered that she's not careless with the dating because mm, mm-hmm. we saw her in Asheville. Mm-hmm. She was making out with this guy in a gas station, mm-hmm. and like it seems like she's very careless mm-hmm. with her dating life, mm-hmm. and she just dates whoever, and it's great. Mm-hmm. But she actually does take on a lot of responsibility with her actual feelings. Yeah, yeah. And I like how she discovered that mm. this episode. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, she feels a lot of responsibility for her feelings and the other person's feelings too, particularly a good yeah. person like Don. She's like, yeah. I'm not trying to be yeah. very willy-nilly with this. I'm going to move with intention mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, Chris, Chris didn't mean anybody. I mean, the no kids thing is, that's a deal breaker for him and for yep. anybody that he's going to date. So mm-hmm. he's really got to whittle that down. Um, and then Ash is still texting this person, talking about let's make out. Oh, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? So we finally learn who the hell she's texting. So apparently right before they started filming, Mm -hmm. she matched with this girl named Jess Mm -hmm. and Jess is beautiful. Jess is fabulous. Jess reminds me of Inez from. Yes. So I think the producer says she looks like a French movie star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's beautiful. 
they mm-hmm. met up. It started off mm-hmm. as like a hookup, but they've been talking mm-hmm. and there seems to be some type of connection mm-hmm. there. And yep. then she started this process and she's still trying to hold on to that connection she had. And mm-hmm. so she's like, I don't know. We have to see what, what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know from Ash, when did you know you were doing this process? And when did you, was you still <laughs> swiping on these ebbs? I know. I, know. I thought you know about what I mean? how her opening package was, I'm not a fuck boy. I was like, Ash. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> How you just coincidentally oh, match with somebody right before the process started, girl? If I know I'm going on a dating show, I'm closing down everything. I'm gonna put my all into this uh, yeah. process. I'm yeah. gonna just put my all into this. Pro- I don't. I mean, to each their own. But that to me was a little like, Ash, girl, really? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Really? If I'm looking to date. No, I'm looking to date, and I'm like in my thirties. I know, like we said at the top of the episode, I know the chances of me finding someone are low mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. So let me just put myself out there at all times. Yeah. See I feel, what happens. I feel like I would be like very nervous about what exactly is happening right now happening. Like me matching oh, with someone okay. right before the process yeah. starts and I'm like, fuck. Right. Like I would not want that for myself because yeah. now I'm like in this process mm. with one foot in and one foot out. So in order to avoid mm-hmm. that, I would probably just like shut down the apps the minute I knew I was cast on the show and going in. Mm. But but I get it. She's single. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. But we're literally mm-hmm. seeing it happen. The one foot in. Now I'm mm-hmm. like still one foot back with the girl that I hooked up with right before the show started. Jesus. Oh my God. Well, well, HBO about to fly her out. I know. She's about, to, be, yeah, she's about <laughs> to join the process. So we'll see. Yep. So episode four, we had to New Orleans. I know. It's the greatest place on oh earth. Oh my god, I miss I it. Miss Maybe it. We'll book a flight right I now know. with no accommodation, no nothing. <laughs> just hop on and show up. <laughs> just go. Just go. Yeah. Oh, I love this place. Mm-hmm. So we open up. We're at a tarot reader place. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to my girl Ellie at Hex Witchery oh in New Orleans. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Uh, oh man. So they go very, very New Orleans-y and just go see a tarot reader mm-hmm. since I'm a spiritualist of some sort. And <laughs> they all get a reading. Um, and this woman sees marriage and babies for everybody. So Everybody, which is so... Sus. <laughs> yeah. Very sus. Yep, yep, yep. Um, she, for Kison, she's like, I see marriage for you in the next year. He's super tall. He mm-hmm. doesn't like cats. So she's like, all mm-hmm. right, noted um mm-hmm. she thinks chris is going to adopt a child with someone and chris is yeah. like i don't even like kids i don't want kids so yeah, lady what no. you talking about Mm-mm. and then for ash she thinks that ash whoever she's talking to is her soulmate soulmate and Connection. yeah she's the one she sees marriage for her mm-hmm. happiness fulfillment and all of that mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know about this tarot reader. It was all too, like... I don't know <laughs> either. Positive. And she's one of those all-in-one. She's a tarot reader. She's a palm reader. She knows the signs. She knows the sun. She knows the planets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit much. And, like, what I... So, Ellie, who we've had on the podcast on Patreon, mm-hmm. she's a tarot mm-hmm. reader based in New Orleans. I've seen her twice now, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And folks in my family or friends of mine and family have gone to see her. What I like about how she mm-hmm. reads is she she just reads the cards and then she has a conversation mm-hmm. with you about how it could apply to your life mm-hmm, what this mm-hmm. lady's doing is like 
the light, like your life is through the cards, and like I right. literally, she's like, this is the marriage card. Marriage is coming right. for you. You know, yeah, it, that yeah, to me seems yeah. like a weird type of reading. I don't think it's mm-hmm. from my experience with tarot. It is just like the cards. You read the cards, and then you talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. how does this work apply? She's kind of like wedging them into the cards. Yeah. In a way that just feels fake. <laughs> it just feels fake. Yeah. 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 So anyways, they go walking around New Orleans. Mm-hmm. All its glory, looking beautiful. I know. Um, I thought Reagan described New Orleans in a very a very specific but uh, authentic way. She said New Orleans is, a ro- is romantic in a sexy vampire kind of way. Oh yeah, it is very like yeah. with the sh- the lanterns and the at nighttime yeah. the streets. Yeah, very sexy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very romantically sexy city, very. but in yeah. a like goons and goblins and witches and, <laughs> and warlocks kind of way, yep. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All kinds of spirits. Oh all god, of all over the mm-hmm. place. Um, so yeah, they're talking to locals on the street, getting you know life advice and, and things like that. Um. They have a little moment in the confessionals where they're talking about what's the worst thing about being mm-hmm. single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who said this. I think it was Ash. Um, she said, not having someone you can always share space with. Yeah. Just sometimes just sitting on the couch, eating a slice of toast, just having <laughs> someone there to do yeah. that with. Yeah. Um, what do you yeah. think? What was the worst, worst part, part of being single, being single for you? Oh, boy. Um, worst part about being single I ended up not solving it but kind of getting to a place where I was comfortable with it but like there's a level of like hopelessness Mm. that everybody else attacks you with that really got on my nerves I'm like you'll meet somebody someday Mm. that got on my last nerve I I was like that's annoying you'll come when you least (laughs) expect it when you least fucking fucking hate it I hate it (laughs) Um, and then I think like that wondering that's part of it too like wondering like where the fuck is he Mm. that was annoying drives you crazy Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. I'm looking for you where are you Mm -hmm. what is this Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. for me the worst part of being single for me was like the pangs of loneliness are very real Mm. they come in waves Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At least for me, they did. I think for some people, it, mm-hmm. it may be just there all the time. And that's yeah. then yeah. leads into depression. But mm-hmm. the pangs of loneliness were like very real. Like that shit literally drove mm-hmm. me to therapy where it was mm-hmm. like the loneliness of not having the companion. So the thing that Ash is talking about, not having somebody just there with me as I live my life. And then mm-hmm. also the loneliness of at the time feeling like no one understood me. Mm-hmm. No, The dates I was going on, no one understood me. I feel like I wasn't being seen at all. And then mm. even in my life, I felt like at that mm-hmm. time, this was like when I went to therapy first, it was like 27, 28, I think. Okay. Um, at that time in my life, everybody was either like in a relationship or a situationship yeah. or yeah. had something going on, something. And I had absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And mm-hmm. I'm going out, everybody's like saying the things like he'll, he'll come when you mm-hmm. least expect it, you know, don't worry, girl, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. no one understands like how hard that yeah. like no one gets it yeah. so it's just like yeah. loneliness all around the no companion mm. the dates leaving the dates feeling lonely and unheard mm-hmm. and then with being mm-hmm. with the friends and just those pangs were like super real um yeah. and therapy helped me deal with that like therapy helped mm-hmm. me like rebuild um just like confidence in myself that like there's nothing wrong with me 
Like, yeah. you yeah. know, yep. people, mm-hmm. I'm going on dates with people who clearly just know how to ask questions. Like, there's nothing actually yeah. wrong with you. It's just the luck yeah. of the draw. Most dates are going to be mm-hmm. terrible. And so to not mm-hmm. take it so personally. Um, and then also to, um, for me, be more, like, forthcoming to my friends in my mm-hmm. life about mm-hmm. like my struggle mm-hmm. so when people are like oh you know they'll come and you lose this best girl whatever sharing with them how how much of a struggle it is and not not harboring it all in myself um mm-hmm. that was one thing I had to learn just like I was keeping so much in for myself and then just like crucifying my mm-hmm. crucifying my friends in my head for it like they don't get it she, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. get it whatever instead of yeah. allowing opening yeah. up more to my friends so allowing them mm-hmm. to see how I'm struggling and letting them be a friend to me in a real way versus just being mm-hmm. like oh yeah girl it's fine so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It can be it rough. It can be rough. It can be rough. Can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a little check in with the four case, uh, Kisan. She's FaceTime with Ryan. He'll be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Ash is hype for Jess. Jess is going to meet her in Santa yeah. Fe, mm-hmm. the next city. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm nervous because this is a, this is a lot of buildup. It's a Me lot of buildup for this just person. I know. I don't like all this. Build I know. Up. It makes me so nervous. It makes me very nervous. Yeah. Um, Chris. Chris is in his like nihilist era. Everything oh is terrible. God, he, is, he is in his bag for real. He's <laughs> like, I am morbid. Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe life is just all the way around terrible. Yeah. Why even try? Yeah. I was like, damn, Chris. Damn. He's deep in that era right now. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I know. God. And Reagan is still feeling very positive about Don and really liking mm-hmm. his interests and just like still moving slow with him. Mm-hmm. So we do our date zeros in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Reagan. So this guy shows up hung over from the gig yeah. that he was playing last night. How dare you? Yeah. I would read someone yeah. to filth for showing yeah. up like this. You don't care. You're already wasting my time. You look like you yeah. smell. You look hungover. Mm-hmm. 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 I feel like I'm a joke. You don't take this seriously. Yeah, that would drive I me insane. She, I would hate that. I thought she did a good job. She did of like fully making fun of him. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a good job. Like, oh, well, do you sing then? Yeah. What were you doing yesterday? Yeah. Do you write? <laughs> She's like, like, oh, uh. yeah. She's like, you don't write either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So you were doing nothing yesterday and you're hungover right now. You're trying to promote your little whack-ass music. Got it. <laughs> she did. She did a good job of like making mm-hmm. him feel like an idiot. I would be mm-hmm. so mad. That is so disrespectful. He looked so hungover. The minute he showed up, I was no. like, ew, what the fuck? And what time is it? Time you're still hungover it? now? It's like 4 p.m. You're going to bacon, egg, and cheese and some Gatorade <laughs> and a nap. Exactly. What the <laughs> heck? Oh, my God. Oh my goodness. So she had that guy, and then she met a very nice guy yes. who seems very nice, just like a very he nice, yes, nice gentleman. Guy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned he sings opera. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just like a little fun fact about him. And yeah, they seem to hit it off, and that's going to be her date later. Um, Ash, one of the girls she went out with was a stripper. Oh, a stripper with a horse. A stripper with a horse? Let him know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a perfect Ooh. day for you all. In the morning, I get out of my horse. Yeah. So I'm like, like girl. Go ahead, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Out here. Whew. 
out here. That's like dating a finance guy. They're like working all the way through the night, like working crazy hours. They got mad money, crazy like money. mad expendable income. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, she went on the stripper. Um, she asked the question, a big question, greatest accomplishment of your life thus far. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And one girl was like, she like literally couldn't think of anything. <laughs> like nothing. Really stumped that her. That was a red. That that's is a huge red flag. Really red flag. I didn't even have that one, Mm-mm. but that's a red one. That's a red one. Yeah. That's a big question, but like it's a question. It's on a date. You can't come and up with something. We're, <laughs> and we're in like a large city, so it could even be like I'm I moved to New Orleans. Yeah, it could be something so easy so for a lot of people in New York. Would probably be like. I can make it in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. as a great accomplishment. Right. She can come up with a thing. <laughs> That's weird. Very wild. Um, so yeah, Ash didn't end with anyone good, but she decides instead yeah. to text Madeline from Austin mm-hmm. and invited mm-hmm. Madeline to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And Ash mm-hmm. is just flying bitches all over the place. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Flying girls out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Kison... Kisun goes mm-hmm. out, even though her head is all head and heart is with oh, Ryan. Ryan. Mm-hmm. She did meet a really nice guy, born and raised in New Orleans. He seems like mm-hmm. a really nice potential date if Ryan didn't exist, but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she's just she can't think of anybody else right now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Chris I never remember Chris's dates. I just feel like he's because he's so out of it. The poor thing, he's so out of it. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there. He's really quiet. Very quiet. Conversations are always yeah. very dry. Mm-hmm. Super closed mm-hmm. off. So I don't remember who he went out with, but um, he said he's. It sounded like he met two good guys, but it felt like the romance was forced. Yes, he met uh, uh, Jose. Who was cool? He yes. had a cool mullet. He was like cool. Cool, yeah. Um, but then he also he puts up like crazy defense. Mm-hmm. Jose was like, "Oh, is this the most you traveled in the United States?" He was like, mm, "I'm by coastal elite." Like that's a defense. A defense, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's Chris said he's struggling, he's struggling with his introversion. Yeah. It feels like he's starting to lose yeah. steam a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We learn a little bit more about Chris. He mm-hmm. seems like he's got a. He's big on social media. They didn't really show his follower count, but you know, teen it up like he's something big. Gay New York social media. I know is something I'm ever so slightly akin to being sort of into, and there is a lot going on there. There's a lot of shirtless mm. people. There's a <laughs> lot of body hair. There's like a lot going on. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's got an online persona that's like very confident. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a great body. Mm-hmm. He's good looking. He gets a lot yep. of attention. Yep. He's like, it ain't mm-hmm. nothing but a thing. He's like, gay men are horny, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're sliding DMs, sure, but who cares? Yeah, right. Um, And he says he, growing up, didn't get a lot of admiration or validation. Yeah, so he's getting it now. So he's getting it now Instagram. through his Instagram. Because his persona online is not even who he is at all in person. Yes. Yes. But it kind of feeds his confidence in a way that, like, he needs, I guess. It's almost like he's healing an inner child through shirtless <laughs> Instagram photos. This is a first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, on television, this, this is, is a first. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learn his, he has a twin brother who's also gay. Yep. His parents mm-hmm. had a very mm-hmm. tumultuous relationship growing up. Um, yeah. And even talking about it, he got, like, very emotional and, like, shut down. He couldn't. Yeah, shut down. Do it. I feel him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because this is too much. 
he's on TV. He's introverted. Yeah. Social media says something different. He got a twin brother. Where's the twin brother? <laughs> and now he's got to be friends with these people he don't know and a dog. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Talk about your past. No, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> he's got a lot going on. A lot yeah. going on. I'm really interested about the whole, and I would love for people to email to blackgirlsandrose at gmail.com. If you have a very different online persona to who you are in person. Yes. And how you reconcile that while dating. Because who are those people? Who are those people? Who are you showing they up live at? live within you. Yeah. <laughs> so who are they? Yeah. And like you, in real life, he only is the person he is. Like he's not this mm, online persona. Mm. That's literally just his Chris in pictures is that guy. Maybe even Chris at the club. Maybe even Chris at the club, right? Yeah. But Chris mm-hmm. walking around, going on dates, is mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. reserved, introverted, quieter. But your mm-hmm, pictures mm-hmm. on your profile present somebody else. Do you feel a pressure? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're disappointing people? I could feel like that could be a thing too. Mm-hmm. Leaving dates, feeling like, oh man, I disappointed that guy because I'm not showing up as yeah. the persona I'm I'm portraying. But then you continue to portray that persona. Yes. So I feel like that's, yes. I, feel, I feel like he's very much getting his own way with this yeah, this dichotomy yeah. that he's put together of his identity, his online versus yeah. his offline. Like, mm. it seems, I could see why he's kind of building up dating in a way um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and setting these expectations and feeling like so down in the doldrums when things aren't going well. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, I just feel like when you're showing up when you're not showing up as your, when you're showing up as yourself, but you feel like maybe subconsciously your your online self is maybe better. Why can't I be that person? Uh, I see. I see. You I know, see. he's yes, not really yes, talking yes, about yes. it. I'm talking about it, but I feel like That's there's right. got to be something there. <laughs> no, I see, see exactly what you mean because yeah. that there's like an expectation of you if you met like on Instagram or some shit, whatever, mm-hmm. and you are not that person but that person is validating something in you right that you feel like you're you're not worthy of yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly yep so please email to blackgirlsmonrose at Mm gmail.com if you are currently struggling with that or have are doing that you have like an online and offline persona and dating and how that's going for you i'm so curious Mm -hmm. um so anyways madeline flies in to see ash Mm-hmm. Um, love this outfit. Very oh, cute. God. Love this outfit. Love the little tattoo showing on her little midriff. <laughs> right? Super, super oh. cute. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize. I didn't realize Ash and Madeline. I didn't realize Ash liked Madeline that much to be flying her in. Yeah. To me, this yeah, felt like know, a lot. They only went for coffee. They went for coffee. Yeah. It was like nice, cute conversation. She's cute, I guess. But like, it just felt. Mm-hmm. This felt like a big step. Flying her in. Like you're. If I'm being flewed mm-hmm. in. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like mm-hmm. we really like each other, and then to get flown in, and then be told like, yeah. there's somebody else that I'm flying in next I week. I don't think. I don't know. No, yeah, I don't know about the flued out lifestyle. I don't know if that's included. <laughs> yeah. Deep feelings. I don't know if that's included in really? that. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Especially Austin at New Orleans. What is that? Forty five minutes. That's too far. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was just unexpected. Like, I didn't realize Ash liked her that much to like be fine her out yeah. in the next city. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ash, uh, they're sitting, they're drinking, they're hanging out. Ash tells mm-hmm. her, you know, I brought you here, mm-hmm. um, because I want to spend more time with you. I really like you, but I am mm-hmm. also meeting somebody else next week in Santa Fe mm-hmm. who I met before you. Mm-hmm. So 
just putting that out there. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. And Madeline, she took it well. We can I mean, she could be yeah. disappointed. I don't know, but she didn't really show that. Mm-mm. Um, I feel like I would be a little disappointed. Would you? Oh, I feel like I would. If I if I went on a good mm-hmm. day with somebody, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about next level dates like Keyson and Ryan, but like we went on a solid date, mm-hmm. and I feel hopeful mm-hmm. about this person. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the next day they text me like, I really like you. I want to see you again. And they want to fly. Me. Like, I would be like, oh, my God, they really liked me. Yeah. And then I would start to get yeah. really excited, too. Mm-hmm. And then I get flown mm-hmm. in. And the minute I'm flown in, I'm then told, I mean, you're cute and all. I like hanging out with you. I want to keep getting to know you. But I also have somebody else mm-hmm. flying out next yeah. week. It just, yeah. and I'm caught in this. I didn't want to be a part of this. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I hear Ash. Oh, She's God. single. She can do whatever she wants. But, like, I also... Yeah. Madeline, if she feels some type of way, I get it. Because I would feel some type of yeah. way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, I do. I do. I see both sides. Yeah. Now that you talk about it that way. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I just flew, got off the plane. And I'm told somebody... Some other bitch is getting flown in yeah. next week. And you met her before yeah. me. So what am I doing here? You clearly like that yeah. other bitch. What the hell? But she doesn't know. But she doesn't but know. She doesn't I know. get it. She that's yeah. why I'm like I see Asha's side because she doesn't know. She is dating. Yeah. But the yeah. flying around people, that just to me that's a lot. <laughs> um anyways, they had a very nice day. They had a private chef come and teach them how to cook gumbo. Who was also fine. Who was also fine. Where's Reagan? I know. Is she busy? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, very, very cute little nice day. Um, Reagan, meanwhile, she is on a date with the little opera singer Ben. Opera singer, also very cute outfit. Love this. Outfit. Love this outfit too. It was very New Orleans Bayou. Gone on a date in a Bayou. That's what it was given. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Swamp. Flowy. Yeah. Swampy. Flowy. <laughs> yeah. But like artsy looking and kind of like. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, she meets up with Ben. Very nice. Very wholesome. They go on a little mm-hmm. swamp boat thing, going through the bayous. Um, and yeah, he's interesting. He used to be a tattoo apprentice. Mm-hmm. Like he seems like he's also mm-hmm. lived many lives the way that Reagan has yes. lived many lives. Reagan will say a different occupation depending on the person she's on the date with. I'm a writer. Sometimes, I'm a hairstylist. Yes. I'm an ex-Mormon. Like she just says whatever. Whatever. I love that part yeah, of her. A lot of different lives and identities and yeah, she's mm-hmm. very eclectic. So, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, Ben gets to sing and sings his little opera on the bayou. I thought this was I love lovely. This with the with the background music though. Could you imagine how awkward this was with I know. Music? Just straight acapella opera. Just, <laughs> and Billy Bob is like driving the boat. Like, what the fuck yes. are these <laughs> northern Yankees doing on my damn swamp? Like oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um but yeah, she she leaves the day. She's like, he's lovely, he's so sweet, but there's mm-hmm. there's no romance mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she mm-hmm. decides to invite Don to Santa Fe. Yeah, Santa Fe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ryan flies in. Ryan mm-hmm. is here, y'all. Kisun. Ooh, smitten. Smitten. She looks beautiful. They yep. go on a little mm-hmm. like bike, little bike chariot tour of New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 She learns he doesn't like cats. So yep. Like, so now she's like, oh my this god, this is, is my husband. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And yeah, they're very cute. They kiss. Mm-hmm. They go to this little hotel and have like wine and cheese. A little hotel yeah. like balcony, wine and cheese. Talking mm-hmm. about travel, talking about family. Um, mm-hmm. 
Kisan, she says she doesn't know how her parents met, which I thought that was strange. I I was like, wow, you really were living in a bubble. She was living in a bubble. You were just living, just chilling. I was like, just... at this ripe age of 35, you never you never yeah, knew how your parents yeah. met? It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Parents met. Like, what? I don't know. That was an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were, they're out all day, all night. Now they're at another yep. bar down yep. wherever that is, making out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just look very, very much like they're falling in love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Day two. Day two. They just look mm-hmm. so happy, like beaming to be in each other's presence. Yes. yes. Really, really cute. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. She go back to, goes back to his hotel with him. More laughing. Oh, that's his hotel? I'm pretty sure that was his hotel. It looked like <gasps> the steps going up, like walking up. It looked like they were going to, it didn't look like the house that they were staying at to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, they go back to the hotel. They're making out. They're laughing. And then Woo! she shut off the camera. She shut off the camera and addressed us. She said, bye, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say bye to you, girl. <laughs> what? what are you doing in there? What is going on? <laughs> but very, like, very magical. Such a magical yes. second date. My God. he's. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine your second date with Nate? You fly him out to New Orleans. And we have this <laughs> this date that lasts from like 12 p.m. all the way through the whole day and the whole time. 5 a.m. Yeah. We're in love. We're gallivanting around the city, making out and just having the best time. My God. What a magical <laughs> date. You marry him. Babe. Yeah. I would, <laughs> this is my husband. I'd be sold. 100%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, Chris. Chris is. Chris is sad. Ooh, he's sad. I don't know why he didn't fly Derek out from Miami. But I guess I don't know why. I don't either. know why. Derek had, had magic. Yeah, him and Derek. Yeah. Yeah. They in had a similar way that uh, Ryan. In a similar, I would say that Keith and Ryan had like kind of an instant kind of similar feeling. Uh huh. Yep. But he's just moseying around New Orleans, just miserable, all up in his head, like really yeah. getting into it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he decides to go out with Jose. Jose was the cool little guy with the mm-hmm. mullet um, mm-hmm. from his from his date zero. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, they go out. They're walking along the Mississippi. Jose mm-hmm. is like, I've never been to this park. Uh, I yeah, I don't. Called. I haven't been to this I park either. I don't think. Yeah. Um, Jose is very passionate about New Orleans. Like, yeah. even the way he described it, I thought was also very so true. Yeah. yeah, he described it as a paradox of beauty with a traumatic history, but there is yeah. a very palpable magic in the air, yep. which you can when that's you're in. Exactly that's exactly it. it. That's exactly it's yeah. a beautiful yeah. city. The history of the city and the people is very traumatic and deep, and but really interesting mm-hmm. and. New Orleans has a there's a feel in the air and it's mm-hmm. that you don't mm-hmm. feel in many cities. You can feel mm-hmm. the soul, the history, the trauma, the beauty, yeah. like yeah. so much mm-hmm. it's thick in the air and it mm-hmm. attracts a lot of people and people who mm-hmm. are born and raised in New Orleans are very passionate about their city. A lot of them don't leave. Yes. They fucking love it. Yes. Yep. And then people yep. who move just like New Yorkers. Just like New Yorkers, exactly. Yep. And the people mm-hmm. who move there, they just they get attracted by the energy and the air and the yeah. It's, I just fucking love that place. Y'all, I was two months away from New Orleans. <laughs> I stay on Zillow, New Orleans. <laughs> All know, right? the time. Just in case. Just, just in case. In case. Just in case I see a, a random, you know, a goodbye. Yeah. Like I'm going to buy anything yeah. down there. 
<laughs> you tortured myself on that fucking Zillow. Literally, like I'm looking at the Sephora oh. sale, like, oh, yeah, what if? What maybe? if? Yeah. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh my god, I love that city so much. I love the city. I just love the people. Mm-hmm. I love the people of New Orleans. I love everything about mm-hmm. it. I love the food. I love the people. Mm-hmm. I love the accent. I love the um music mm-hmm. i love the all the arts that come out of new orleans mm-hmm. i love the history mm-hmm. i love how the black history mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. everything the preservation mm-hmm. like everything, everything about, about it. it just love it mm-hmm. and it's about to wash away in about 30 i years know we don't start recycling so we just gotta love what we can <laughs> oh, we God. don't stop seeing and it's trash we don't <laughs> We will. Oh my god! If we don't get, to, if we don't stop shit. Oh my god! That poor city is about to be on the Elvis, all the locals know they're like, we're about to go yeah. down the bayou, right? And I'm floating with my city. Uh huh. They ain't leaving. <laughs> floating with my city. <laughs> oh my god. Lord, all you can do is laugh because it is so sad. If you all really you think can, about yeah, it, because it's true. If you yep. really think about it. <laughs> Anyways, Chris and Jose have a very lovely date. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the next day, all four of them they sit, they recap New Orleans. Mm-hmm. His son is just yeah, she just feels very in sync with Ryan. He feels like family to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ash had a good time with Madeline, but she's ready for Jess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Chris. Chris said he had an amazing date with Jose, mm-hmm. but he's just not as attracted to him. Yeah. And he doesn't think yeah. it can grow. He just doesn't see it growing mm-hmm. either. Um, mm-hmm. and then they stop on Chris for a little bit. We're like, let's talk about this dark cloud that's been following you all, all right. motherfucking week, sir. <laughs> so yes. what is going on? Yeah. I thought Reagan gave very wise advice to him, or a very wise observation mm-hmm. of Chris. She said, mm. you have a habit of stating things definitively and then not yeah. giving it a chance. Yes. And she's like, it's yeah. the data scientist yeah, yeah. in you. All you know is facts. Mm. But you don't leave any room for gray or for yeah. growth or right. like on one hand, you're like, you're an amazing date with Jose. But on the other hand, you're like, I can never grow attraction to him. It just won't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she's like, I yeah. think it's a habit. Yeah. She's like, it's a habit that you have. Yeah. You say these things and then mm. you don't let yourself move past it or see anything else but that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. right Very right, black right. and white. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. they kind of all advise him to just, you know, he needs to, you know, just stop taking things so seriously. Like, yeah. Have a yeah. bring a little lightness into it. We're having fun. We're learning. We're meeting right. people. It's not that serious. Yeah. You know? And I love what Ash said. Ash said, only 50% of this is over. So we have another, a whole another yeah. half where you get to decide how this how is you want to approach this it. This is up to you. Yeah. This is not up to, oh, I'm like this and nobody understands me. Mm-hmm. Where's my tiny violin? Mm-hmm. No, you get to understand <laughs> and go through with this process. Mm-hmm. With me. And he was like, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did a nice little reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Reagan, she's feeling very good about Don and she invited him to Santa mm-hmm. Fe. And he's so nice. Even he texted her like, yeah. "How's Mosey, the dog, doing? Should I should yeah. I bring anything for Mosey?" Mosey. Like very thoughtful, considerate, exactly yeah. the type of energy that Reagan needs to feel safe and like she can let her yep. guard down with this guy who just seems very mm-hmm. nice and pleasant. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we see Keystone and Ryan. They have a nice little park date before mm-hmm. he heads out. And mm-hmm. yeah, he seems he seems very into her. He said he's just kind of surprised by this whole yeah. thing. Like, yeah, yeah, he, I know their energy doesn't exactly match. So I was like very. Nervous I was a little nervous. Ryan. Yeah. But in the car, his like level of disbelief, I was like, okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. she's just, her energy is very like, oh my god, like so. Op- yeah. Like she's-, she's not surprised that this happened <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her energy attracts, you know, I feel like great people and like love mm-hmm. and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. I mm-hmm. think he is a little bit more like. I don't know if guarded, but yeah, his reaction in the car was very much like, I'm shocked that this is happening right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah. And I'm like really surprised by this entire thing. And he's like racking his brain, mm-hmm. probably thinking through the logistics of like, what the fuck is happening? Yes. This is happening really fast. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, Chris FaceTimes Derek and invites him mm-hmm. to Santa Fe or somewhere next. Some, yeah, the other next one. Yeah. Derek is so Derek cute. is so cute. Like, all you need to do is FaceTime Derek this whole week and you would have been fine? Because now Chris is smiling from ear to ear. He's happy now. No, he's like, all of a sudden I'm smiling. Yeah. Because I talked to Derek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my God. And that was episodes three and four. Three and four. Yeah. Swiping America. Swiping America. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we have a lot of people being flown in next week, it seems. Yeah. Got Derek yeah, coming, success. Don coming, um, Jess. Never met Jess yet, but she coming. Yeah. Ryan, I'm sure yeah. Ryan's gonna pop up again for Keyson mm-hmm. sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great show. I feel great watching them smiling the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. very, very mm-hmm. heartwarming. Um, and I just love I love all four of these people. I just love watching their yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So Justine, what did we learn mm. this episode? Yeah, we learned that in the challenge of dating, that learning about yourself doesn't ever end. It really does not. We even see a little Ryan. (laughs) Little Ryan. He's learning about himself. He's in the car like, God (laughs) damn. Oh my God. I put it all out there and I met somebody. Now what? Shit. What do I do? Yeah. (laughs) So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's really beautiful to see these uh, people who are so sure of themselves to be learning new things about themselves in this thing called dating that we have. I think most people have contentious relationships with dating. Mm. Um, a lot of people are like Reagan. They're like, I don't take it that seriously. But then they start learning about themselves and it's for real. Dating is, is uh, a serious thing. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and so learning about yourself is actually really great. And I think everybody should, I think you should, Learn about yourself when you go on dates. Are you talking too much? Are you talking too little? Are you asking good questions? Can you not think of questions? Do you read more books? Do you need to listen to the news more? What do you need to do? Mm. Um, and I think it's great. Yeah. 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 So it's a great lesson. Nice. Um, and then we all have baggage and you can show it or you, or you could not. I think Chris showed it the most this episode mm. because he could barely even go out and connect with someone yeah. for real. Yeah. Someone who was extremely open, mm. Jose, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and had very open energy. And Chris was just hiding behind all of his insecurities all week long. Mm. Um, and hopefully we see like a tide turn with Chris and Reagan. That's what I'm hoping for next, next episode. Mm, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nice. 
Yeah. I so yeah. My first question about should you put all your eggs in one basket? Should you be like Mm -hmm. a Kisan, go all in on one person, Mm -hmm. or more like Mm -hmm. Ash and kind of like juggle? Um, I think some people can't juggle, so they they can only put their eggs in one basket. They just like literally can't handle. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Multiple people. Um, Yeah. And is it a little bit of a like? Are you potentially maybe setting yourself up for heartbreak when you throw all your eggs in one basket? Sure, yeah. maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But I think also like what we see with Kisan, like when you know and you have the feeling when, as you said, you have this like connection that feels almost like family and it just like shouldn't feel this way. I think that's mm-hmm. like the one excuse you can give yourself to just like throw your eggs in the basket of this person. Mm-hmm. It could be really something mm-hmm. really real. This person was you were meant to meet this person, even if the even if you yeah. don't yeah. end up with them, whatever lesson yeah. you're supposed to get from them, it will make total sense mm-hmm. for you at the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely see um yeah benefit in putting your eggs in one basket um Mm -hmm. and then I think generally I'd like to think always keep your options open um yeah like ash like ash (laughs) (laughs) I think that that doing it that way can sometimes be a little messier maybe um but I think ultimately I mean dating you don't owe anybody anything you really don't yeah you really really don't like I feel Mm -mm. you know watching Ash I was like god if I was Madeline I'd be so pissed but also like Mm -hmm. Ash can do whatever she wants because she is single Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometimes you do feel multiple connections with people and you do have to continue to see them all through until one of them Mm -hmm. becomes like the clear front runner you know Right, and I think right yeah. now things are so unsure with Jess that she's like, I can't, yeah. I can't possibly put all my eggs in that basket yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I get it. I think there's definitely value in keeping options open as well, and trying to like limit the mess as much as possible. But sometimes it's just messy. Mm-hmm. You can only do what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, in terms of what I learned, I think you just gotta like do what makes you feel good, <laughs> whether you put all your eggs in mm-hmm. one basket or not. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, how to get out of our own way while dating and whether oh we're, we make things harder for ourselves and, mm-hmm. um, you know, watching Chris, you know, get all up in his feelings. And I think Reagan's advice for him was like, was really wise. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when we go out on dates, we hold, we hold these strangers to like these expectations that we that are outrageous that we we really only should be holding our friends and family to but we hold yeah. these strangers <laughs> to these yeah. expectations and yeah. essentially in doing that you're setting yourself up for disappointment you know it's just a setup always always Every time. always yeah mm-hmm. um i i was with a friend yesterday and mm-hmm. they were traveling recently and they were talking to this guy and um you know they're going to go travel for a couple weeks and um had just I don't know just met the guy or what but um she expected the guy to like keep up communication with her for the three weeks while she was Mm. away that's what she wanted Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and when she was going on her her trip he kind of gave a he sent a text very much like you know have fun on the three weeks like connect with you on your back type of thing which she obviously didn't like yeah. Um yeah. and I heard her. I'm her friend, so I'm all her so I'm like, yeah, girl, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I think it back later, like I think really he <laughs> just probably communicates differently. He didn't know that she had this expectation mm. of keeping it up for three weeks. Yeah. He maybe yeah, yeah. could have been coming from a point of view of I want her to enjoy her trip. I don't want to disturb yeah. her or mm-hmm. bother her. 
So I'll just say, have fun on your trip. We'll connect when you're back. And he maybe had every intention of really connecting when she was back. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like um, I always try to, particularly in the early stages of dating, give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Giving people the benefit of the doubt and over-communicating. Because now Mm -hmm. we're playing... That's key. Yeah. Now this stranger is being forced to guess your expectations and standards when... Mm-hmm. Oh fucking no, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then yeah, just giving people more benefit of the doubt of like maybe it's not that he's not into me or he's not you know he's gonna be out here yeah. playing the streets yeah. for three weeks, but maybe yeah, you know, just stating like I really expected us to keep communicating over the next you know to keep texting yeah. or whatnot like that wouldn't be disturbing yep. me in any way and giving him that permission mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. rather than assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like we do that a lot in dating. Like we we place a lot of expectations, assumptions. Um, and we're placing them on these strangers. <laughs> like yes, to almost like save us mm. from single dog. Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't you expect him to like come rescue mm. you? It's very Disney princess that we get into. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're dating and you feel like you kind of like somebody, yeah, and then something happens and they don't react exactly exactly how you how want, you want. Them to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I think over communication is so key yeah. In your first date. Yeah, because yeah. you have to teach this person your ways. <clears throat> they don't know yep. you. Yeah, they don't know they you. Literally, don't know yes. you. Same way you don't know him. Yeah. So yeah, yep. so yeah. I think a learning lesson, definitely watching Chris, is like to limit how seriously we take things sometimes, and like mm-hmm. lower. You know, you got lower your expectations to the floor. Like I feel like once mm-hmm. I started doing that. Once I developed, mm-hmm. which is maybe not as healthy, I don't know. But once I developed a level of like jadedness, I mm-hmm. feel like I was like enjoying the dates more, or not even enjoying the dates more. And also, yeah. the come home from the dates weren't as like devastating. I think yes. maybe that's what it was. Right. Because right. in my head, I was like, "All right, I'm going out for drinks. I'm meeting a stranger. Mm-hmm. I have yep. zero expectations." You know, I'm probably going to be out here doing this again next week. Like, that jadedness was, like, with mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I feel like I was leaving the dates feeling less, like, my life is over. I can't, like, I just... Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, a level of apathy, too, almost? Of, like, I don't care what happens at the end of Definitely. This. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not even jaded. Maybe not it's jaded. Just, like, yeah. I just started yeah. to care less and started to just see it mm-hmm. for what it was. I'm going on a date. Mm-hmm. I'm going for drinks with a stranger. We're going to have some yeah. conversations. Right. And yep. that's that. Um, mm-hmm. And just started taking it way less seriously. And I think the come down mm-hmm. was way less like devastating. Yeah. I was less in my yep. feelings about, oh my God, that was terrible. And so, yeah, I think Chris learned that lesson. And I think mm-hmm. um, a lot of us at some point learned that lesson while dating. Yeah. 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 Well... This was fun. Oh my god, so, so fun. long episode five and six just for fun. I know, I know. I wanted to keep going. I know. Me too. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week to close out Swiping America mm-hmm. five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, join us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Two Black Girls mm-hmm. One Rose for Bachelorette content, yep. all kinds of fun stuff happening on Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. Rate, review, subscribe, find us, and tag us, and all the things. And we'll see you guys next yep. week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.